Hare Krishna everyone. Today we are very fortunate. We have uh, His Grace Sri Badrani Prabhu from New Vrindavan, West Virginia. Today Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, Hento 6, Chapter 1, Verse 39. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, you can take over the call when you are ready. Hare Krishna Madhya Prabhu, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. So I'll read the verse, translation, and the purport, and then we will discuss. <coughs> so the sixth canto, chapter number one, and text number 39. Katham svidriyate dandaha kimvasya stanam ipsitam dandya kim karinai sarve Translation, what is the process of punishing others who are the actual candidates for punishment? Are all karmis engaged in fruitive activities punishable or only some of them? Purport by His Divine Grace, C.S.E. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shri Prabhupada Chai. One who has the power to punish others should not punish everyone. There are innumerable living entities, the majority of whom are in the spiritual world and are Nitya Mukta, everlastingly liberated. There is no question of judging these liberated living beings. Only a small fraction of the living entities perhaps one-fourth are in the material world. And the major portion of the living entities in the material world, 8 million of the 8,400,000 forms of life are lower than the human beings. They are not punishable, for under the law of material nature, they are automatically evolving. Human beings who are advanced in consciousness are responsible, but not all of them are punishable. Those engaged in advanced pious activities are beyond punishment. Only those who engage in sinful activities are punishable. Therefore, the Vishnu Dutas particularly inquired about who is punishable and why. Yamaraj has been designated to discriminate between who is punishable and who is not. How is one to be judged? What is the basic principle of authority? These are the questions raised by Vishnu Dutas. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jananjana Salakaya Chakshuru Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Gurum Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatham Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha Namavo Mishnu Padayam Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Desatarine Namo Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namine Gaurat Namaha E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute 
तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानो सुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिये वाचाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा सो चैप्टर वन ऑफ सिक्स्थ कैंटो इज एंटाइटल्ड एज द हिस्टरी ऑफ द लाइफ ऑफ अजामिल सो सुखदेव गोस्वामी इज डिस्कसिंग आर डिस्क्राइबिंग द लाइफ ऑफ अजामिल विथ परीक्षित महाराज सो इज डिस्क्राइबिंग एंड वी आर नो अबाउट अजामिल्स लाइफ स्टोरी we must have heard many many times and uh, we are at the point when ajamil is about to leave his body when he saw this yamadutas he chants the names of narayan not out of love for narayan but out of love for his son whose name is narayan and that's where the vishnu dutas appear there and there is a discussion happening between vishnu dutas and uh, yama dutas so that is the discussion now we are at the level so when yama dutas asks vishnu dutas what is that who are you and uh, how is that you are forbidding us in taking this soul to for the punishment so that's the time vishnu dutas they starts asking this question so the question they are asking is what is the process of punishing others and who are actual candidates for punishment are all karmis engaged in fruitive activities punishable or only some of them at least when the devotees those who are practicing a devotional service <coughs> when we get to hear last two lines these two lines sounds like a music for our ears it's like all the karmis engaged in fruitive activities punishable or oh, then we think those who are practicing a devotional service they think oh yeah at least we are not punishable because we are not karmis now we are practicing a devotional service worshiping the supreme personality of god yet that means we are not punishable but then the next words spoken by vishnu dutas is that <clears throat> are all the karmis engaged in fruitive activities are punishable or only some of them so this is the question actually they are not giving a judgment or they are not saying that is all the karmis are punishable they are asking yamadutas is that all the karmis are punishable or only some of them <clears throat> now we all know we have in this material world there are 84 lakhs of species are there out of which 400000 that is 4 lakh species are Uh, belongs to human beings there are so many varieties of a human beings as such the 400 types of a human beings are there and remaining 8 lakhs are below the human beings so their consciousness is not consciousness is not evolved or not to the level of a human beings and that's why they are not punishable <coughs> so what does that means is that the 
the animals or reptiles or birds at least what we are seeing what we can see they are not comes under punish karma as such they are evolving from one body to next body just like the darwin mentioned ela propada writes in some of the purports darwin actually taken it from the vedas and he changed it and then he quoted in a different way he gave it in a different way so they will be evolving from one body to other body it is not that the physical body will be merging into the different bodies the soul will be moving from one body to next body once of that life is over and then that's so finally they come to the human form of life that's where it says one should be very very careful once when we take in the human form of birth first of all taking the human form of birth itself is very rare uh, once if you misuse that human form then one will be has to wait for 8.4 uh, million of lifetimes to come back to human form of life i mean it depends depending upon the consciousness of a human being it says that a cow form is the last form and after that they are going to take the the soul is going to take the human form of life <clears throat> now in that human form of life again there are so many varieties of human forms of life there is it's talking about shrimad bhagavatam talks about 4 lakhs 400000 uh, types of human forms imagine somebody is born in the jungles of uh, uh, amazon or in the deep deep jungle in australia or for that matter in india also what will the what is their consciousness will they be able to uh, understand the spiritual topics will they will, will they be able to understand shrimad bhagavatam is that their mind is developed so much they can understand the fine aspects of the spiritual life so even taking the human form of life also but coming to the level of where we are now it's so difficult it's so rare actually <clears throat> that's the reason krishna also talks about this particular thing in seventh uh, verse of seventh chapter of bhagavad gita manushyanam sahasreshu kaschid yatat siddhaye hmm. out of uh, thousands of thousands of uh, human beings one of them take to the spiritual life and out of those thousands of thousands of one of them takes to the spiritual life one of them will understand about the supreme personality of godhead i mean it goes on actually i'm just cutting down to the two levels as such so it is so difficult for one to take up the spiritual life even if somebody is taken up to the um, transcendental path but want to understand krishna is the supreme personality of godhead that is a very 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 rare and that's why we don't find um yeah even amongst the hindus also practicing a devotional service practicing krishna consciousness is a rare it is so difficult for one to understand or come to the conclusion that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead now when it comes to the punishments where uh, mm, vishnu dutas are asking yamadutas who are supposed to be punished shila propadi talks about in in the bhagavad gita in the 6th chapter he says in one of the purports even if somebody is not following 
the regulative principles given in the scriptures they are punishable now um, who is punishable who is not punishable <coughs> in the next shloka actually yamadutas they give very wonderful reply those who follow the vedic scriptures uh, follow the regulative principles given in the vedic scriptures <coughs> they are not punishable and those who do not follow the injunctions or the regulative principles prescribed duties given in the vedic scriptures they are punishable so we all know so wherever you are whichever country you are when you follow the laws of government you considered as a good citizen when you don't follow the laws of government then you become a criminal and similarly the universe is also having certain uh, laws this universe is governed by certain laws when somebody follows those laws they are considered as the pious when somebody do not follow those laws they they considered as the sinful personalities simple as simple as that when you don't follow the laws of government then you become a criminal when you don't follow the laws of uh, uh the universe then you are considered as a sinful personality that is given then you are a sinful personality and for them there is a punishment then who has given authority for to the uh, yamaraj so that is the uh, position created by supreme personality of godhead to take care of just like there is a justice department is created by government where justice department it is not that they hate those criminals they are not hating anybody as such i mean that is something uh, different discussion when we talk about how come then the justice department in india is only gives rules and regulations and then talks about only hindu festivals do not talk about any other festivals that is different they are not supposed to be partial and they are supposed to take care of they they are supposed to give uh the judgment or words depending upon the constitution of the government whichever the country they are in according to the constitution constitution decides which is uh good and which is not good which is a criminal activity and accordingly they give their judgment they is it that the government hates them no government do not hate them but government knows there will be somebody who do not follow the laws of government so that's how they created similarly supreme lord also created department and that is the head of the department yamaraj who is the son of uh, sun god he takes care of this activity of people punishing them who do not follow the laws of the universal laws of god as such so then his servants are the ones who are bringing or taking care of those souls who are attached in committing a sinful activities and there is a punishment for them so they are the ones who go and fetch them bring them to yamaraj and that's how the the universe is being um, designed or ordered in such a way so that there will be punishment for those people who do not follow the laws of god so the another point which vishnu um, dutas asking it is that the all karmis are punishable the karmi that is karmi means which we call that as a karma kandis 
karmakandis means those who are following their regulative principles or those who are following the prescribed duties given in the vedas they are called as karmakandis but they are following the instructions given in the vedas but that is for their sense gratification as such for their own sense gratification they want to enjoy but at the same time they are enjoying according to the instructions given in the scriptures so they are following the instructions given in the scriptures in a way if you go to see at least they are following the the vedas as such so that way that becomes as a regulated they are not enjoying indiscriminately they are not enjoying uh, according to their wins and fancies of their minds and that becomes as a sinful if somebody is doing that so the karmakandis those who follow the laws or the instructions given in the scriptures and they are not punishable actually but shila prabhupada talks about this very wonderfully in, in the purports of bhagavad gita and especially in the fourth chapter and fifth chapter prabhupada talks about this even if somebody is performing the pious activities or instructions given in the scriptures that is also considered as the impious activity that is also considered as the sinful activity why it is considered as the sinful activity because even if you perform that activity that is activity is binding you to this cycle of birth and death because you are going to take birth again to enjoy those pious credits which you have performed in in the previous life or in this life that means again you will be tied up to this Uh, the cycle of birth and death and eventually uh, being in the cycle of birth and death you may commit the sinful activities for sure you may commit certain activities which are not prescribed in the vedas as such and that's the reason the prabhupada condemns the karma kandis prabhupada condemns uh, these activities so instead of that one should take up to the spiritual life of all the spiritual life the best thing is bhakti yoga which is the easy process it is not easy as such it is a difficult but still is compared to other processes like jnana yoga ashtanga yoga dhyana yoga this is much easy when compared to them so the instructions given in the scripture somebody following these instructions but they are following these instructions for the sense gratification purpose <clears throat> and that's the reason they are not uh, punishable as such they are not punishable because they are following the vedas the vedas are spoken by krishna that means they are following the words of krishna even though they are doing it for their own enjoyment but when they following the vedas that means they are regulating their activities for the enjoyment so many examples which we can talk about one of the example always uh, propal also keeps quoting this thing again and again is that somebody wants to enjoy sex life and according to their whims and fancies if they want to enjoy then they will going to enjoy whomever they see they like to either it can be male or female if it is a female then she like to enjoy with the male or with the if it is a male person then like he would like to enjoy with the female but then when they start following the vedas they will marry and they try to enjoy this sex only with the one person that is according to the instructions given in the vedas so there is a regulation here and so as they following these regulations given in the scriptures that slowly comes to the stage where they are detached 
how they will be detached because they are regulating they take the same example of a sex life and they are not indiscriminately going and enjoying they are discriminating and they are enjoying only with their wife that means <coughs> they are not enjoying with other women that is they are having regulation that means they are having a detachment from other women they are having only attachment for one woman that is whomever they married that means there is some detachment which by following the vedic scriptures they develop and that slowly slowly brings them to the stage where they perform the activities but they don't uh, attached to the results of the activities as they continue to follow the vedic scriptures and that will bring them to the stage of nishkama karma and nishkama karma will slowly bring them to the stage of a knowledge that is gaining the understanding or gaining the knowledge about themselves that's known as atma gnana from atma gnana then slowly they come to the stage of sambandha gnana that is now i understand myself and then i try to understand who is the supreme personality of godhead and what is my relationship with him and propad writes in the purport without sambandha gnana one cannot go back to the spiritual world only when there is sambandha gnana then only one can reach to the spiritual world otherwise one cannot reach to the spiritual world so even arjuna asks also asks this question in the 6th chapter to krishna what is the destination of a person who is trying to practice devotional service but cannot or will not be successful in the devotional service is it that the person is going to be uh, vanished like a raven cloud he asked this question to krishna and in answer to that arjuna's question krishna replies no he will not be vanished he or she will not be vanished but at the same time krishna says that there is no suffering there is no punishment for the person as such even though somebody is practicing devotional service but could not succeed in devotional service there is no punishment for them punishment is given to the people those who do not follow the laws of god as such for others there is no punishment and what to speak of the person who is trying to worship supreme personality of godhead who is trying to take up a spiritual life but could not succeed how can there will be punishment for them there won't be any punishment as such so krishna he gives his words to arjuna and of course krishna explains what will be their destination of those persons he talks about in the in the sixth chapter of last few verses of bhagavad gita so the the question asked by vishnu dutas to yama dutas so is that who is the punishable is that all the karmis are punishable or only some of them so it says that karmis are not punishable actually when you are following the laws of god when you are following the instructions given in the vedic scriptures they are not punishable but when you follow the instruction not following the instructions given in the scriptures that is punishable but then again the you know, karma kanda is so complex it it is sometimes the living entity is bewildered by karma kanda activities because even though we are performing the activities given in the scriptures at some point of time without our knowing we may commit some activity uh, which is not beneficial for us the example is uh, king druga even though he is performing so many fire sacrifices given in the vedic scriptures and according to the instructions given in the vedic scriptures he is performing but he could not satisfy the brahmanas and the next life he has to take birth as a lizard essence so that is the uh, pitfall or that is the danger in performing the karmakanda activities so there will be punishment again by any chance if you are not able to satisfy or by any chance 
without our knowing uh, we may commit uh, uh, the mistakes so it is not the mistake is not committed by uh, druga king druga purposely it is not his mistake he has given the cows to the brahmanas one of the cow came back to his herd again king's herd king do not know he is that is not the mistake of king that's not the mistake of brahmana and then the same cow he has given it to some other brahmana because king don't know there are so many cows in his herd thousands of thousands of cows so there is here if you go to see here it is nobody's mistake if nobody has done this act purposely neither first brahmana nor the second brahmana nor the king or the cow itself the cow it, how can one can blame on cow because the cow consciousness is not developed so much it can understand or she can understand what is good what is bad i should not go to the king's court but still the king has to go through the punishment because he could not satisfy the brahmanas so that is the one of the dangers of performing the karmakanda activities so yes in a way all the karmis are punishable or some of them in a way some of them also because when they perform uh, certain kind of mistakes either knowingly or unknowingly also they have to go through that punishment as such otherwise those who do not follow the instructions given in the scriptures they are punishable as such that's the reason shila prabhupad one of his um shila prabhupad asked this question who is better the person who is worshiping demigods who is worshiping devi and devatas or the person who is uh, the practicing a devotional service in uh, either christianity or in a muslim or in abrahamic religions and uh, they could not answer and the prabhupad says the person who is worshiping devi and devatas is better than those who are in the abrahamic religion why at least they are in the house of vedas as such even though they are performing devi and devatas worshiping devi and devatas but at least they are in the vedic house in the house of vedas slowly they will come to the stage where they can they will be worshiping supreme personality of godhead that is better any time so which goes to say that the person who is uh, following the vedic scriptures um, problem with the karmakanda activity it is better and they are not punishable as such okay so i will stop here and then see if anybody has any questions or comments thank you very much hari krishna prabhu hari krishna mahesh prabhu ji yeah, as always um, the class is very nectarian and i learned something new my question is that so uh, so far when we preach and um, even bhagavad gita when we talk we say that the person the the body is there so atma or atma or soul always goes into the other soul or other body so uh, the people who are punishable uh, the how much time it takes uh, for the from the uh, death to the yamduta to come and take them to yamloka that's number one thing the time the duration and number two uh, the, the people who get the punishment uh, who lives in yamloka how they decide Uh, about the resignation of yamuluta do they perform some good activities that's why they become the uh, followers of the yamraj or how they decide so those are the two questions the punishment uh, time duration and the um, resignation of yamuluta okay. <clears throat> time duration uh, the first question 
that will be varied from person to person Prabhuji. it can uh, it may take within a uh, days or it may take within a minutes also and sometimes it may take um, years or even uh, yugas also that we don't know exactly how, how it is but uh, according to our understanding according to the scriptures whatever i heard is that at least for those 13 days soul is uh, here itself it's trying to look and trying to understand what is happening then if you see in garuda purana it gives an uh, uh, explanation actually we can read in uh, one of shila propad books uh, which is uh, forgot the name of the book is a small book uh, loss of nature talks about how the soul is being taken to the uh, hellish planets and then is be punished so i mean to talk from the beginning yamadutas cannot touch soul also the soul is a pure nobody can touch soul as krishna mentions in bhagavad gita water cannot wet soul and then uh, weapons cannot cut the soul and uh, heat cannot dry the soul like that so many of them krishna mentioned it wind cannot blow the soul nobody can uh, touch the soul soul is such a pure because it is a part and parcel of krishna as such so, but the soul is being attached to this body and the soul is being more attached to the subtle body as such that is uh, mind intelligence and false ego so yamadudas take away the subtle body when the amudutas take away the subtle body then the soul is being attached to subtle body it also follows the subtle body same that means then the body is left without life heirs and then the amudutas they give punishment to the soul by giving the a different kind of a body as such and that body will that kind of body Uh, now if you take up the human form of body this body can take uh, miseries or pains to only to certain level and then you lose consciousness you fall, you fall unconscious if that goes beyond the limits but that kind of body is uh, they give that kind of body which is uh, bearable which cannot which will not be uh, going into unconscious stage as such so you will be taken to the punishment to the level which yamadutas are giving as such and they will take you to the hellish planets and they will uh, make you to go through the punishments as such and then that punishment is nothing but giving us the training for the next life like i keep talking about this thing if by any chance if a human being is behaving in such a way his consciousness is comes to the level of peak or hog and supposed to take birth in the next life as a hog so yamadutas take this uh, subtle body and the soul and they train the soul to get trained acting like a pig eating stools and lying in filthy places and that training is given in the form of punishment and that punishment is given in the form of a training and then introduce that soul into the body of the hog so that the soul can enjoy in that hog body as such and that's what happens in the uh, yamaloka and um, how long that will take that that we don't know how long that will take as such as i said it may take minutes seconds or it may take uh, weeks or maybe years or maybe lifetimes also or sometimes yugas also so we see one of the example is dhritarashtra uh, uh, when he asked vyasadev why i had to go through this many uh, this problem this misery that i had to see mal my son's death then vyasadev replies to him that uh, many many lifetimes back you have done something and some says ants and some says uh, killing the uh, birds uh, the 
uh, offsprings of the birds. So we killed so many of them that in front of their the parents are seeing their offsprings have been uh, uh, killed by this hunter. And to the hunter, that hunter has become as Dhritarashtra. For the punishment for that, he has become as Dhritarashtra. And uh, as the punishment is, in front of his eyes, all his sons are dead. So then Dhritarashtra asked the question, Oh, you are saying that has happened many, many lifetimes back then. Why it took so many lifetimes? So then we asked the reply is, to uh, beget a son, one needs to have a lot of uh, pious credits. So for see those the in between the lifetimes, whatever you are doing is gaining those credits to beget a hundred sons. So once you got that pious credits of hundred sons, then you are in the body of this Dhritarashtra, and that's where you are being given punishment after so killing this. This that's the one. That's the further. That's for the first question, Prabhuji. I, as I'm answering your first question, I forgot your second question. What is the second question, Prabhu? No, you are, uh, uh, the second question, you already answered the duration and you already answered the punishment. But uh, uh, the, uh, I wanted to, because what you mentioned that once you get the human life uh, that is about the other uh, uh, Creature's life. Mm-hmm. So yes. then, uh, so then, and the, the all other creatures, they don't have sense of uh, doing um, bhakti yoga. So, like suppose uh, Karmakandi, he did sinful activity from human life. He went to some other uh, life. Then uh, how he will um, whatever he uh, did the sinful activity because of his karmas from past life. So how he has a chance to improve and come back to the human kingdom or go to the spiritual world, what he can do then? Because there is always question, like right now, um, when we talk to the people, we are human beings, we are doing some um, uh, activities uh, joining the Krishna conscious, but still um, there is no balance, of, and we don't know about our past karmic account. So somehow, it is not um, um, in plus side, then you may get birth or go in some other animal kingdom life. So how to come up from, uh, so this is the cycle and that. So between human life and those um, lower life, how we can improve uh, because they don't have sense for bhakti. So what is the solution? Suppose if uh, you are... Uh, going to go into the other birth, as uh, mentioned, lizard or hog or cats or dogs for some reason, uh, how to come up and do again bhakti and your chance to go to the spiritual world. So once you take animal form of life, then there is nothing that you can do anything about anything else. for example it's not uh, I am not saying exactly as it is but it is just for example I am saying if you take an as you said the lizard form of life it's assumed that from lizard form of life then you will be coming to the form of life of a snake and from there the next birth will be from snake to the crocodile and from crocodile to maybe some other animal uh, the lion or, uh, or leopard and from there again that's that's the evolution process that's what it happens there is already given set of given uh, life after life uh, after this body then this will be next body and this will be next body like that one evolve and then finally come to the stage of a human being so that's the reason that's what we say. that's the reason we say one should be careful in the human form of life. Once you go back to the animal life, then there is nothing that you can do. By any chance, if you happen to have prasadam offered by a devotee, a Krishna's devotee, and then you have the chance of taking a human form of life. Otherwise, there is no chance of you taking a human form of life. It will be 
comes as the uh, evolution evolution process of next body of next body of next body and finally come to the human form of life then the question comes then what are the past activities he performed he or she performed when they when they are in the human form of life those past credits will be there when they take up the human form of life those past credits will be useful for them but for now because their consciousness is gone so low and they had to take the birth as a uh, animal and that's how they'll be given the form of an animal like propal talks about uh, in bhagavad gita there is a painting if somebody is eating meat all the time and there will be facility given by the uh, providence by the loss of material nature they will be getting a body as a lion or or tiger or leopard or cheetah whatever so many of them are there fox wolf or so many of them meat eating animals they get that kind of form and from there it is always a process of evolution so they have to they will be coming up to automatically after that body is over once when they leave their body they take up to the next body next body like that finally they come to the human form of life and that's why we should be careful because there is as i said there is no karma for animals or birds only human beings have the karma and they do not have karma as such that okay prabhu yes thank you prabhu it, uh, it was very good clarification and uh, the one more thing sorry for taking time for the devotees you mentioned that um, you are in uh, atma samband and you go uh, learn from atma samband to the second word you use i cannot hear properly what is that <coughs> atma gyana then sambandha gyana sambandha gyana so yeah. how you learn go from atma gyana to sambandha gyana see as you it starts with one somebody wants to enjoy this world enjoy in this world then they two ways to enjoy one is according to your mind you enjoy you don't really bother about what is given in the scriptures nothing of that sort and second one is you want to enjoy but you wanted to refer to scriptures according to the instructions given in the scriptures so when you start following instructions given in the scriptures then you become as a karma kandi you are acting according to the instructions given in the scriptures but you are doing it purely for your sense enjoyment so many of them like you performing fire sacrifices doing charity if we we are doing all these things for our sense enjoyment so that we can get a better life so that you do this puja so that you will get a good job you do this puja you will get a good husband you do this puja then you will get lot of money you are doing all these activities according to the instructions given in the scriptures now for that you are doing you then for that you are for the sense enjoyment you are doing these activities but even though you are doing it for sense enjoyment but you are performing the activities given in the scriptures that's the reason slowly you develop a detachment as such i give an example of uh, the sex life so that way you develop detachment for the other personalities in the whole world or other personalities who are uh, next to you neighbors or others also you are only dependent on one person for instance enjoyment for sex enjoyment that is your partner either wife or husband whoever it is and that way you are developing detachment from others as such and that way as you continue to practice this way then you develop detachment as such from even from the fruits of activities even you perform the activity but you don't really um attach to the results of the activities because you are following the regulative principle you are following prescribed duties given in the scriptures according to varnashrama dharma so as you performing this thing then slowly you develop a knowledge you understand you gain knowledge and that knowledge will turns into the atma gyana that knowledge slowly slowly you are more inquisitive to understand okay i am gaining so much understanding i am gaining so many things i am gaining so much of uh, um, enjoyment and you are trying to refer more and more scriptures and by that you try to understand you get an understanding who you are 
and as you get understanding of you are that is known as atma jnana and you try to refer scriptures more to understand more to gain more to see more what i can get more from the scriptures and that will lead you to the level of understanding who is the supreme personality of god right and that will lead you to the understanding of who am i who is the supreme lord and what is my relationship with the supreme lord and that is known as sambandha jnana and that's how one gains the sambandha jnana this is the process one of the processes is given that is the karma karma yoga karma kanda and jnana yoga second one is known as jnana yoga through jnana yoga you understand what is your relationship with the supreme lord the sambandha jnana as such but then when you start performing devotional service you need not to do all these things that will be automatically you will be developing detachment as you performing the activities for the supreme personality of godhead as you perform the activities for the pleasure of the devotees as you perform the activities for the satisfaction of the devotees you automatically develop detachment from the material activities as such and you automatically gain this knowledge understanding who am i and who is supreme lord and what is my relationship with the supreme lord that sambandha jnana you develop it bhagavad gita is mainly meant for those who would like to understand the sambandha jnana so who am i and who is supreme lord what is my relationship with the supreme lord and that's what bhagavad gita speaks about majority most of the times so that way one gains the understanding of sambandha jnana and as i mentioned topad mentions that in the purport without sambandha jnana one cannot go into the spirit one cannot enter into the spiritual world without sambandha jnana one may be in brahma jyoti one may understand parmatma but then without sambandha jnana one cannot enter into the spiritual world as such Hmm? Is that okay, Prabhu? Oh, excellent! Thank you very much, Prabhu ji. Uh, I think um, uh, I have to take so many lessons from you to uh, understand more uh, jnana, jnana yoga and scriptures knowledge. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hare Thank Krishna, Prabhu. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Okay. Any other questions? Comments? Thank you, Prabhuji, for a wonderful and nectarian class, as usual. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Mukundras Prabhu, for your kind words. Thank you, Prabhuji, for a very nice class um, and very good uh, questions asked by Mahesh Prabhu. Very good.